Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Several hundred years before the first Christmas, God promised the Redeemer would come. God declared through his prophet Isaiah a promise to a people who say they are God's chosen, yet they have turned away from the living God. Let us read Isaiah chapter 59, verse 20. The Redeemer will come to Zion and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob, says the Lord. So I ask the question of the text, what is a redeemer? In the culture of the time of the promise, a redeemer was a man, a close relative of the same tribe, who will buy back or pay the cost of what had been taken or lost from their relative. In verse 20, the prophet Isaiah is saying the redeemer will come to Zion or Jerusalem. This is not only a physical place on this earth where the Redeemer would walk. It also represents a spiritual condition. As in the original language of today's text, the word translated as Zion or Jerusalem also means parched or a dry place, which we know that physically Jerusalem is, but it is also a promise spiritually. Humanity at the time of this promise had turned their back on the living God, the creator of heaven and earth and all things good. God's own people, those who said they were his, had also turned away from him to worship other gods. Let us discover the situation in their hearts, which is confessed through their own mouths. Isaiah chapter 59, verses 12 to 13. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and lying against the Lord, and departing from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. This is a people who were called by God to be a servant, a light to the nations of the world, to reveal his glory in humanity, so that the world may know him. So their kinsman redeemer would pay the cost for all humanity's offences, ever said, done or thought against God or another. In reality, God's own people were saying, We knowingly have rebelled, turned from you, O God, and knowingly lied against you. They pridefully chose to live their life away from God and tell him so. They declared that they knowingly chose to be unfair and oppress others. In fact, they state that they carefully planned their deceitful lies. God gives everyone free choice. 
that is, free choice to reject him or receive him. And it's because of his great love that he gives free choice. But he takes very seriously lies and deception that are knowingly contrived to prevent others from making that free choice. Let's read Isaiah chapter 59, verse 14, to see the result of life without God, living in a world that is totally opposed to him. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 14. Justice is turned back, and righteousness stands afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Once truth has gone, equality cannot exist. Only in God's kingdom is there equal justice for all. Here we read that God's own people had chosen to become one with evil. Justice is gone, and anyone who does not call evil good is oppressed and persecuted. Selfish desires become the controlling force, and abuse and an imbalance of power becomes the culture. The very thing that humanity tempted to control, that is evil and their selfish desires, has become the controlling force over humanity. God's own people are living without him. With the culture of humanity living without God, a spiritual dryness occurs, where humanity live in conflict and become one with darkness and evil. Conflict, as a result of unequal relationships, consists of inequality, oppression, and abuse of power. Darkness, as a result of rejecting God, is an existence without light and colour, truth and justice. Evil that has been given power results in death, destruction, and is everything wrong with this world. That is the situation into which God gave this promise. God not only promises the Redeemer will come, but he also promises what the Redeemer will do. The Redeemer will pay the cost, pay the price, for all the offences ever done by humanity throughout the entire ages, against each other and against God. The Redeemer will restore what humanity gave to evil and as a result what evil has taken from humanity. The Redeemer will heal the brokenhearted, break the chains of oppression, give freedom to the captives, establish God's kingdom of justice and equality, defeat evil and ultimately totally eliminate it. Evil has no power or no place in God's kingdom. In God's promise that the Redeemer will come, God himself declares, He will come. God makes a personal, intimate promise of relationship and respect. He promises that he will become human and not only his people's redeemer, 
but the Kingsman Redeemer for all humanity. He will become one with us, yet remain the perfect man. He will not give any power to selfish desires or evil. He will be born of the incorruptible seed of the Spirit of God. Let us read more of Isaiah chapter 59, this time verse 21. As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them. My spirit who is upon you and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants, says the Lord, for this time and forevermore. In this context, when God says the Redeemer will come, he declares, this is my covenant. It's more than a promise. It means an alliance. It means a deep, intimate, personal bond and relationship where he identifies with us and we can identify with him. Both bound by the promise. So when the Redeemer comes, God will pour out his Spirit upon his people and all those who receive him become his people. If they choose him, he will put his spirit in them, make his home with them, and them with him. The God who created heaven and earth and all things good makes his promise not only for one tribe, but to all humanity, to the tribe of humanity. To think, the one who filled the darkness with light, set the circle of night and day, created order out of chaos and breathed life into humanity, came into his own creation as one of us. He came to redeem, rescue, restore and renew. He lived to die and is risen and alive forevermore. God promised the Redeemer would come. And today we celebrate that the Redeemer did come. It was the first Christmas that God chose to subject himself to the full human condition as a seed of the Holy Spirit being carried in the stomach of a woman before she was married. Born into an oppressed people group under the rule of a foreign power that was arguably the most brutal, corrupt and decadent world empire in human history where his cradle was a trough for the food of animals, in a house of animals. He did all this to be the perfect Redeemer and Saviour of all. In that moment in time when God became the perfect Redeemer, a baby born in a manger, prophets both male and female testified of him. Let us read one of the prophets. Turn with me to Luke chapter 2, verses 25 to 32. And behold, 
there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Israel, the tribe of people who were called by God to be a servant, a light to the nations of the world, to reveal God's glory so that the world may know him had failed. Yet out of that tribe, the Redeemer had come. Jesus, the Son of God, fulfills Israel's mission. God himself becomes human from the tribe of Israel to be a servant to all humanity, to be a light to all nations, to reveal God's glory so that the world may know him and make an informed choice to receive him and their only pathway to salvation. Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, the perfect Redeemer. In that moment in time when God became the perfect Redeemer, a baby born in a manger, the shepherds testify. Luke chapter 2, verses 10 to 14. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. God said, The Redeemer will come. And today we celebrate the perfect Redeemer did come. Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, the baby who grew to be a man, chose to give up his life. The perfect Redeemer was publicly humiliated, shamed, tortured, falsely accused, rejected and executed. He died 
rose in human glorified body and ascended into heaven. Having paid the cost, he defeated death and disarmed the powers of evil. Today, we celebrate the perfect Redeemer did come. He paid the cost so that we could believe and receive his victory. He took back the power and authority that humanity gave to evil and their selfish desires, and he gives his power and authority to rule and reign over them back to humanity. God himself became our close relative. God himself became one of us so that we could believe and receive. He came to heal the brokenhearted, break the chains of oppression, give freedom to the captives, establish his kingdom of justice and equality in our hearts and minds, in this world damaged by evil, and the next. He poured out his spirit upon all flesh, and in receiving Jesus we receive his spirit, where he makes his home in us, and we in him, collectively and individually. When we receive Jesus' free gift of himself, the perfect Redeemer, we enter into God's covenant, an intimate relationship with the source of everything good. A relationship of unconditional love for this time, in this life, in this world damaged by evil, and forevermore. Each day is a journey with him. As we surrender our self-will to that of the Father's will, we receive more of him, more of his truth, his love, his peace, his joy, his goodness, his kindness, his gentleness, his self-control, and in his faithfulness we can trust. When we receive Jesus' free gift of himself, the perfect Redeemer, Each day is a new day to know him more. Be transformed in our hearts and minds by his spirit. Living in the victory of who he is and what he has done, is doing and is going to do. The perfect redeemer is coming back and we will be caught up with him and evil will be totally eradicated. We will inherit our perfect bodies that never get sick or die. There will be no more sorrow no more pain, and we will be with him physically as well as spiritually for all eternity. Yes, God fulfills every promise. God said the Redeemer would come. And today, together we celebrate the perfect Redeemer did come and is coming back, for he is faithful and true. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father. The perfect Redeemer has come and will come back together. Let us herald in your kingdom, your power and your glory forever and ever. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.